Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me every Tuesday and Friday to talk all about Bravo TV. On Tuesdays, I report on all the latest news stories happening in the off-screen lives of our favorite Bravo celebrities. And Friday bonus episodes range from one season wonder recaps, Bravo celebrity product reviews, book club discussions, very random deep dives, and so much more. Sit back, grab your drink, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell, and today's episode is a solo news episode. We've got a lot to cover, but first and foremost, we have to talk about the Super Bowl, which I watched from a distance. I was making dinner and then cookies the entire time. Anything that I could do to busy myself throughout the game is ideal. I will say now I am blasting the weekend constantly, and I'm always behind on internet trends, especially like TikTok ones, because I just I haven't mustered up the ability to download the app i feel like i've I've aged out of it but that one song that he sings that is now like a tiktok dance has me actually wanting to learn the tiktok dance so maybe next week by this time i will i will have mastered it and can i don't know post it online i tried to do the savage dance like early in the quarantine and I just am not coordinated in that way. I'm not good at remembering steps in order. I get too I get too confused and I think, you know, the rhythm just takes over my body and I I can't be constrained to choreography. My body just doesn't work like that. You guys might have to wait a little bit longer for me to become a TikTok star, but I did read that he spent 7 million dollars of his own money for this performance because Pepsi only gave him a certain amount of money to work with, which I want to say, can they retroactively take money back? <laughs> from the Kendall Jenner campaign a couple years ago where I believe she ended racial tensions in our country with Pepsi. God, Kim's going to law school. Kendall drinks Pepsi. They're doing big things for us. And I've got to say, do you even think she drinks Pepsi? I feel like if she drank any sort of soda, it would be a Coke or a Diet Coke. Hey, even a Coke Zero. Those are those are some of my favorite drinks. So we've got a lot to cover today. I will say there was some stuff from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City that I wanted to cover, but I'm not caught up on the show and the show is getting really good and I can't report on certain things without watching certain 
portions of the show so I can have like fully informed opinions. So tune in next week for Salt Lake City drama. They have a three-part reunion, which is the first time that's ever happened for a new series. So that is a telltale sign that it's going to be very juicy. So I'm very excited for that. We also have just quick to touch on it. Jen Shaw comparing her experience on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City as the death of George Floyd. So that's kind of why I need to have a little bit of time to finish up the last couple episodes of the season and then do some proper digging on this. I will also touch on that Sundance was last week and I wonder how Lisa felt with it all being virtual. I can't imagine the Sundance queen was thrilled that she wasn't allowed to drink Vita tequila on the slopes. And she also, <laughs> this isn't funny, but it's not it's not funny because she, she went to the emergency room, but it's funny the context of the story. Okay. Anyways, Lisa Barlow actually ended up missing her appearance on Watch What Happens Live last week because she accidentally put nail glue instead of eye drops into her eyes after her house cleaner mistakenly put the glue where the eye drops normally go. And the containers are the exact same size. She was rushed to the hospital after the incident where the doctor said, you're not going to go blind, but you damaged a cornea. So again, not funny because I don't want Lisa to be hurt. I don't want anybody to be hurt, but putting Gorilla Glue in your eye because he thought there were eye drops, is just objectively funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> and speaking of that, have you guys seen the poor girl on Instagram or TikTok or something who accidentally put Gorilla Glue in her hair rather than hair gel and her hair hasn't moved for the past month? I'm following that very closely. So I, again, will, will give you guys updates on that. Have you ever noticed that when I say I'll give you guys updates, I actually never do give you guys updates. It's kind of like Arrested Development where they have at the end of the episode where they'll say like next week on Arrested Development and it'll show like four different scenes. And then those four scenes are actually never shown in the following episode. So that's kind of like this. I tell you guys I'll give you updates, but you know, I'm not the queen of follow-up. So let's just let's just stop expecting me to to do that. <laughs> what else? What else? What else? I found out, I found some other information. Jeff Lewis from Flipping Out and his ex-co-star Jenny Pulos actually were at the same restaurant a couple weeks ago. Jeff said on his radio show that they were in the same restaurant, but we did not talk to each other. I had tried to send her both drinks and dessert of both which she refused. I understand her refusing it because God knows who wants anything from Jeff. If he If she accepted that dessert, he would be on the radio in three months being like, she got a tiramisu from me and she ate the tiramisu and she didn't even say thank you. So uh, understand why she didn't take it. But also on the other side of that, have a glass of rosé on the on your former abuser. She had Stockholm syndrome for years and years and years working for that nut job. Of course, she was on the show. She was making good money. But at a certain point, you've got to stand up for yourself. He was crazy, constantly yelling at you, constantly degrading you. And then it gets to the point where she's like, well, you know, I think I want to be an actor. He's like, yeah, right. I've never even heard that come out of your mouth. You're a liar. You're a thief. You're this. And she's like, well, I'm going to go. And why is Leah Black from the Real Housewives of Miami yelling at me? I don't get it. We'll get to Miami Housewives very soon. We also have some little updates from the Queen of Versailles, who is a below deck staple at this point. And I loved the movie, The Queen of Versailles. If you guys haven't seen it, but really enjoy Jackie on Below Deck, go and watch The Queen of Versailles. It's a fascinating documentary that initially started off as a documentary filming Jackie and her husband, David, building this mansion that looked like Versailles in Florida. But then the economic crash of 2008 happened. So I think his company did like timeshare rental sales. And in the collapse of the economy, 
nobody is renting a timeshare in Boca. So they lost a ton, a ton of money. But then you kind of watch as this actually ends up becoming more of a documentary about their family life and how they're handling this new kind of quote unquote fall from grace as they lost all this money. And Jackie is so what's the I can't she's so endearing and personable in a way you wouldn't necessarily expect from someone who's so rich and a little bit out of touch with reality but it's a really really good documentary I actually think I saw it when I was in like 10th grade with my boyfriend at the time who was a homosexual I did not know which is odd considering we would go antique shopping watch the Real Housewives and go to like the local arts (laughs) the local art theater to see the Queen of Versailles together when we're 15 should have known should have known but we I remember had like my grandpa drive us there and try to explain this type of movie to your grandfather who barely speaks any English didn't go well so now Jackie is trying to hire chef Rachel to be her live-in chef in their 85,000 square foot Florida mansion I hope Rachel goes I feel like Rachel and Jackie's energy really clashes Rachel 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 she's she's a lot to handle eat my cooter stuff like that constantly farting the performance she did at the the beach bar where she just screamed titties into the microphone she would annoy me so much if I were her co-worker but I'm fascinated by her on screen and I don't want it to stop and I think she'll probably come back for future seasons because I believe Captain Lee kind of digs her I think he doesn't want to like her because she is so erratic and her freak out where she left the boat and then like saunters back on the next morning where she's like, sorry, that that happens. I think he's probably like, you know what? I've worked with a lot of chefs in my day. They're all nuts. But this one at least isn't nuts when it comes to the food. Other people have freaked out over the food. We saw Kevin last year, that douchebag who was so rude to all of the women who kicked sand in, in Kate's face and was just so aggressive to all the women and the men on the boat and had like major daddy issues and mommy issues actually we have like ben who is constantly screaming and yelling and being upset and she's only nuts when it comes to like her personal life not about the food her potential verge on psychosis every single episode but but i support it we also have some updates from saint bart's i have a friend who was supposed to go there for a vacation (sighs) i know you're not supposed to travel right now but but COVID doesn't affect rich people. She was supposed to go last week, but the island of St. Bars actually ended up closing because there was too many cases of coronavirus and they were noticing a lot of people were traveling there, including the one, the only Ramona Singer spotted on the island, as well as Paul McCartney and Steve Harvey. What a trio. But I believe Ramona probably had something to do with the island getting shut down. I feel like Paul McCartney, they're like, he's cool. Steve Harvey, they're like, mm, questionable, but cool. Ramona Singer. We got to close the borders. We can't have flights coming in or out. Ramona was also spotted recently at Mar-a-Lago, which is Donald Trump's mega golf club that he now lives in, in Palm Beach, Florida. And again, Ramona didn't get the memo that you're really not supposed to be traveling right now. And numbers are going down, everybody, which is really great. I check the New York Times' counter every morning. It's like become a ritual now, which probably isn't healthy, but... I need to do it. And numbers are going down. So keep wearing your masks and keep being safe. And if you look at the map that they have, there's lots of different areas on the map itself that are completely white, which means there are zero cases. And so every day that's happening more and more and more. So let's just be conscious. If you're old, get a vaccine. Look out for your fellow man or woman or gender non-binary, whatever. Just look out for each other. (laughs) 
And one more thing in our little hot top section of the beginning of the show, which I'm kind of doing now. I like being able to do like some top line little things where it's only like a couple sentences of information rather than like a whole segment. So bear with me as I as I ebb and flow with some new uh, formatting for the show. We also have the Real Housewives of Atlanta star Kenya Mora's ex-husband Mark Daly potentially starting his own reality show. And this isn't a guest spot on Marriage Boot Camp or anything like that. He is allegedly preparing to create his own reality show centered around Black-owned businesses and love, which is hilarious considering he was so full of hate and rage for the years we saw him on the show that I would potentially be interested in seeing him attempt to show love. This seemingly could be what he was referring to in his public statement when he mentioned his plans to highlight important topics and use his restaurant as a community hub as the show will reportedly be filmed in Brooklyn, New York at his Brooklyn, New York restaurant and feature celebrity co-star. Who is that celebrity co-star? He's like, her name is Kenya Moore. We're no longer together, but she is a celebrity and people might actually watch if she's on the show. Imagine that. Or honestly, Nini is so shady and looking for work. She's probably like, I'll do it. I'll do it. (laughs) And Nini always had a way of going to uh, the other guys in the show and trying to like be buddy-buddy with them outside of their wives being around, which I don't really understand. I I know a girl who's kind of like that and she's always getting too buddy-buddy with our friends' boyfriends. And it's like, what what are you trying to do? What are you trying to make this guy like you? He likes her. And what are you like trying to like hurt your friend by I'm I'm talking too much. I'm talking too much. I might be showing too many of my cards. Anyways, this also says that one aspect of the show will involve Mark looking for a new love. When Mark's like real to production companies be clips of him abusing Kenya on screen last year, I would like to see that. Maybe I should make a sizzle reel for him. Work on my editing chops a little bit. Well, speaking of other shows that could be coming back, is coming back, we don't know. The Real Housewives of Miami came out on Bravo between 2011 and 2013. There were only three seasons of the show and then was dropped because the ratings were really low. Supposedly, The Real Housewives of Miami is now being picked up as a Peacock exclusive, which is owned by NBC. Damn, Miami can't even get a full-time slot on the roster on Bravo primetime. I thought that was a little odd, but... All right, better than nothing. So an insider is saying that Bravo has started interviewing a bunch of different women. They want to have a very diverse cast and are speaking to women from all different backgrounds. And I don't really think that they're going to be bringing back any of the past housewives, which is weird because Adriana was a total spitfire. We had Alexia, who was, she was okay. Uh, There was Lisa Huxtein, and she looks like a Barbie doll with like inflatable breasts and like a face that has not seen a pore or a wrinkle ever. She's one of those people who at 22 is like, I need to start getting preventative Botox. It's like, well, I guess when you start getting preventative Botox when you're in your 20s, your face like doesn't understand how to grow and move and age. And then as you get older and older and older, you just look so plastic because you think that that's how your face is just naturally supposed to look. I don't know. I don't believe in preventative Botox people. Drink water, eat healthy, drink less, like sleep. Like there are ways to get nice skin and to look good and moisturizer. Imagine that. And also now that I'm on my soapbox, people taking care of your skin means your entire body. Imagine how sad and crusty your legs are because you've never put lotion on them after a shower or dry brushed or put coconut oil on. But I hate when people only focus on skincare on their face, 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 face. It's like you have an entire body. Do it every night before bed, even though I I can't say the way I do it is right because I usually do dry brushing and then I do coconut oil and then I lay directly in my bed. So I'm changing my sheets 
far too frequently because they're always covered in coconut oil. But I don't know. I'd rather have soft skin than clean sheets. Oh, God. <laughs> That's really... It's not that they're dirty. Okay, now I'm talking to myself. I don't know. Should I be doing that? <laughs> Hit me up in the DMs if I'm doing everything wrong. So, Real Housewives of Miami potentially coming back. I don't think Leah Black will be coming back again. And I think she teased on the Jeff Lewis show that she won't be coming back fine she's very politically active and i appreciate that about her but i do think she's holier than thou and that husband of hers was bff so jeff epstein and represented him in some lawsuits so do not forget she is wearing very expensive jewelry that was bought because her husband defended a serial pedophile and rapist so <laughs> she's on one i had a matcha latte this morning that's my other new thing i'm trying new things you guys 2021 I, I'm an open book. I'm up to adventure, at-home adventure, though. This is, these are just at-home adventures, which is barely an adventure, but it's better than nothing. We have Wendy Williams saying she wants to be on the upcoming season of The Real Housewives of Miami. Wendy's a part-time resident of Miami, and her son attends college in Florida. Her father and her sister live there as well. She's basically an Atlanta housewife at this point with the amount of drama she starts between Nini and Kenya and everybody. Nini did recently call her a cokehead a couple months ago, so maybe she really does like Miami. I've heard they have a burgeoning cocaine scene there. Love that for her. So she went on Watch What Happens Live and basically was like petitioning herself to be, was basically campaigning for herself to be on the show. You know, it's always so backwards with how these people try to get onto the shows and try to like position themselves. We've seen it with like Beverly Hills Housewives and New York Housewives. I remember, you know, Tori Spelling was like, I don't know, maybe I would be a housewife if they asked me. It's like, well, no one asked you. You're just saying that and you happen to be lucky where publications are actually picking that up because sometimes we've got nothing else to talk about. So we've got to talk about Tori Spelling. But it was another situation where she was talking with Andy and Andy was like, well, will you come on the show? And she's like, well, if I was asked, maybe I would, maybe I would come on the show. I, I could, yeah, I could, I could do that because I would immediately befriend Larsa Pippen, uh, sign Larsa Pippen up. I've got word on the inside that she wants to be a part of it. Larsa Pippen will go to the opening of an envelope. She will go anywhere there's a camera crew and a man 20 years her junior that she can pose next to. Larsa was also seen on Selling Sunset where she was like, I'm looking for a house that can have a 72 car garage. We have so many cars. I have so many cars. I have so many cars. You can only drive one car at a time. If oh, a single woman with, you know, three kids who I, I hope your kids aren't driving Lamborghinis and whatnot, which they probably are because you're loaded. You don't need eight cars. Max Two. Let's not forget, you guys, she hooked up with Tristan Thompson before Jordan Woods did. And there was no public sex shaming there. There was none of that. Khloe Kardashian was like, oh, Larsa hooked up with him. Larsa hooks up with everybody. Silly girl. And then it's Jordan Woods, who's young, hot. And she's like, you know what? This is a good person I'm going to shame into giving me a public apology when it was her mans that did it. Of course, she probably shouldn't have hooked up with him. And their hookup who knows? If they're publicly saying there was just a smooch at the door and some legs touching, it probably was more. If they're at least admitting to that. If there was really, if it was just a smooch, they'd say that there was nothing. You know, like I feel like celebrity truth telling is on a spectrum and <laughs> and I don't know how, how truthful they were, but it's Tristan who's the problem. Be mad at Tristan. Instead, she's like, you know what? I'm going to get back with Tristan and all I'm going to do is post four to ten quotes on Instagram 
every single day, letting people know I've grown a lot. I've seen a lot. I know a lot and I'm doing all the right things. Good luck. Let's see the next thought that he picks up. And it's probably going to be Madison LaCroix from Southern Charm because evidently she is an athlete magnet athlete magnet and that actually could happen anyways bring back real housewives of miami i'm excited and you know what bravo put it on the main network what is the point of putting it on as a peacock exclusive less people are going to watch it people aren't going to get peacock to watch real housewives of miami i will duh but i'm also this is my business this is my job (laughs) oh my god i can't wait for this to be my job keep telling your friends about the show and then this will be my job Southern charm news. As I mentioned, Madison is now dating Tristan Thompson. I'm just kidding. I don't really want to start that, even though it could be good press for the show, even though I think I might get slapped with a Kardashian lawsuit, which could be cool. I would like print it out and frame it and put it in my office. We have a couple updates from Southern Charmland. So Danny, Danny Baird, went on the KKC podcast and admitted to watching Madison FaceTime with A-Rod. So now A-Rod and Madison are both admitting if they did FaceTime, A-Rod has obviously gone back and unliked all the pictures. Madison has been using all of her frequent flyer miles to hang out with these guys, which is good. Good for you. You are single. That's great. But also you're hooking up with guys who are in either messy splits or in full-blown relationship. Not cool, honey. Not cool. You've been married. I would hope you understand and respect the sanctity of relationships, which by at this point, I'm, I'm not thinking you do, but we'll see. We'll see where this goes. Obviously, her salon in Charleston opened this week. How crazy that all of this stuff is happening at the exact same time. I'm actually heading down to Savannah, Georgia and Charleston for Memorial Day. So if you guys are down there, I'm thinking we might have a little Bravo happy hour meetup. I'm going to try to reach out to Leva and see if I get a space where like 20, 30 of us can meet and just have a Bravo happy hour meetup. Of course, this is like four months from now. So God knows everything could be very different, but it would be safe, sanitary and a fun way to meet people. And especially for people who live down in the South, you can meet other people who love Bravo and maybe create some friendships. And (laughs) I'm also going to be doing a full Southern Charm tour. I'm going to have a full episode about it. And we're going to go to Nico, where Naomi's family owns. We're going to walk past Patricia's house. Duh. I'm going to try to spot Michael the butler, which, by the way, I was once going on Google Earth to. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
again, sometimes when I go on tangents of what I do alone, it's just so sad. But I was <laughs> searching her house on Google Earth and and saw Michael outside on the Google Earth. And he was obviously wearing an apron. So we've got to hit up that spot. We're going to go to Leva's restaurants, all four of them. Bar crawl, Leva restaurant style. Then where else are we going to go? Maybe we can go, obviously, the Ravenel Bridge. I'm just going to drive past, back, forth, back, forth. Really get a good feel for that. Where else would we go? Chef, I think, had a bar. I don't think he owns that bar anymore. But I'll go there if, if needed. Then we would have Craig's Pillow Store, which will probably be open by that point. Do a little shopping there. And then what else? Where else could we go? Oh, duh. I'm going to get a blowout at Madison's Salon, of course. I feel like if I just hang out at bars at night, we'll easily be able to find the Southern Charm cast. At least Austin. Austin goes out seven nights a week. I don't have, I can't confirm that, but I also don't think he can deny that. I really was laughing so hard at the reunion when he was trying to squeak out some tears. He's like, Madison, you are a monster. (laughs) And I liked the one part, like in part one, where he was like, Madison doesn't want one good thing to happen to me. And he's talking about his drunken Instagram lives with Craig during the early days of the quarantine. That's not a good thing that is happening to you. Anybody with an iPhone can do that. And I unfortunately was a part of one of those Instagram lives. I was just on Instagram, really bored one night in my living room, making dinner and drinking. And I saw that they were going live. And so I just pressed like request to go live. And then we were all going live. Then we were drinking wine and hanging out. And I remember thinking like, what the fuck is happening? Why am I talking to these idiots? And again, like I am not a star fucker in the Bravo world. I could be in a room with 10 Bravo celebrities and I wouldn't speak to any of them. I don't have any interest in that. Like in real life, I really exclusively talk to people I like or find attractive. I'm not like a social butterfly, like going up to everybody being like, hey, how are you? Oh my God, I have a podcast. I've worked at my job for two years this March and probably four people probably know I have a podcast. And it's because I had to like rip it out of me because they ended up following me on Instagram and saw something. I don't talk about anything about myself. I try to just like lay as low as possible, clock in, clock out, be done with it. Also this week, we ended up finding out that Craig Conover said that Catherine Dennis's boy, Caleb Ravenel's ancestors were actually owned as slaves by Thomas Ravenel's family. That is so disappointing and strange. And I never even put two and two together when we first started talking about how Catherine was dating Caleb, which also I can now say his name. It's not Chleb, C-H-L-E-B, it's Caleb. I don't get it. I don't know. I think it's like a G in lasagna. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't need to get it. You know, I think it actually shed a lot of light on how recent slavery was in the history of our country. And I wonder if Catherine even understood the gravity of that situation. And I wonder what Thomas thinks. Thomas again in the first episode of Southern Charm ever was joking around with his father about how they don't use bills with Lincoln's face on them because they don't support Lincoln dot 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 um fill in the blanks yourself or pick up a history book if you don't understand that what else do we have there we also have Madison talking about how she got a full mommy makeover and uses the same doctor as Catherine so I just want to say come on what about the normal people who don't have any money to get nipped and tucked 
the last episode I did, I was like, wow, Madison's body. She's so snatched. She's so snatched. Wow. Whole 30. If I do whole 30, that's how I could look like. No, if I had whole 30 and a surgeon on speed dial, that's how I would look like. I'm just jealous. They were talking about Madison's body and then immediately she was like, and Catherine uses the same doctor. It's like, damn, you can't even like go down swinging without everybody knowing like she too uses that doctor, which duh, like she has 0% body fat now, which is like, I think a mixture between uppers, jewel pods and doctors. I also read somewhere, the internet sleuths are so good. They basically do my job for me. It's so nice, especially when I'm feeling really lazy. Ariana Maddox from Vanderpump Rules actually is also followed by A-Rod, which is so funny because his type is little, petite, fit, and blonde. A-Rod, you're not doing yourself any justice. I wonder if A-Rod and J-Lo watch Bravo together. Has she been on Watch What Happens Live? Looks like in December of 2018, she went on to Watch What Happens Live. And in 2014, when did... JLo, JLo and A-Rod dating timeline. The internet is so robust, full of quality information. Okay, 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 okay. Oh my god, her engagement ring is so big. They started dating March 8th, 2017. <laughs> that is the specific day. Now, that was the day that like it became a, uh, a thing on the internet. That's when they went public. Okay, so they were dating when he was on Watch What Happens Live. It's, it's a good sign that she watches Bravo shows. So it's not surprising that he like peeped them on screen and thought, you know what? I'm going to give them a follow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find them. I'm going to lurk on their page until I get the balls to message them. Speaking of Vanderpump Rules, we have the confirmed update as to what Lisa Vanderpump's new show is. We talked about it on episode 135, how she was talking about how she has a new show. It's coming out. We'll find out about it soon. We pondered that it was for Vanderpump Dogs. It is not. It is a new show on E! And E! is owned by NBC, who's the same owner as Bravo. And so if you've actually watched E! or Bravo, like randomly during midday breaks or on Friday afternoons or sometimes on the weekends, you'll catch E! shows on Bravo and Bravo shows on E! And they have a super similar viewership. So Lisa Vanderpump is moving to E for this new show called Overserved with Lisa Vanderpump. It's out on March 18th, which is my half birthday, everybody. Get your gifts and flowers and chocolate-covered strawberries ready. Add it to your cart. I would love them directly to my home. The premiere of the show is actually after the premiere of the final season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So they gave her a real bone with that one because you have to imagine tons of people are going to be watching this final season of Keeping Up. So she's lucky for that one. So this new show, Overserved with Lisa Vanderpump, is filmed in her backyard, and it's all about how to plan a gorgeous event and tips and tricks on decorating and whatnot and unless kevin lee is involved in these in this show i'm going to refuse to watch and i don't care what anybody says even though he did fat shame katie <laughs> I mean, was it at her wedding or it was at someone's wedding and that was not nice and lots of celebrities will be coming in eating with her having parties and sharing secrets in the video she says oh hello i'm inviting you to an intimate dinner party and it would and for it to be perfect, I have a few rules. You've got to bust your butt for the decor to be absolutely fabulous. The guests should be naughty and the hostess must always be naughtier. And at this point, you see like her mooning the camera with her thong out. Cheeky. We see lots of product placement for Vanderpump Rosé. So I guess there's going to be a lot of swinging rosé on this show. And I will say... 
product placement on Bravo can be done really well. There's one scene that I think of constantly is when Bethany was shaking in the bed on vacation when she finds out that Tom cheated on Luann and she's holding the bottle of skinny girl. Like that is product placement that goes above and beyond the normal PR stunt. We need that. We need Vanderpump crying and drinking Vanderpump Rosé. I might buy it faster then. A lot of people will watch that and think, wow, I can I can clutch a bottle of rosé while I'm crying over love or whatever. Take a class in PR 101 with me, Vanderpump. Season one guests will be Anna Camp, Cheryl Burke. These are the most random people on the planet. Like I'm, 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 I'm shocked at any of these people. Start from the top again. Anna Camp, Cheryl Burke, Cheryl Hines, Gabriel Iglesias, Iggy Azalea, Julia White, Jeannie May, Jeff Lewis, Jim Jeffries, Joel McHale, Kim Whitley, Lance Bass, Lonnie Love, Margaret Cho, Mario Lopez, Megan Good, Cheryl Underwood, Steve-O, Dr. Terry Dubrow and Heather Dubrow, Tori Smelling, Trixie Mattel, and Vivica A. Fox. We also will be blessed with Lala Kent and James Kennedy, who will also be guest starring on the show i understand that vanderpump needed to do something because all her restaurants are shut down and i don't think vanderpump dogs is open to the capacity where they could film a show and like filming a show indoors is difficult so of course they're like filming in her backyard they did a quick pivot and realized okay we could do something outside outdoors get everybody tested keep everybody safe that's great but is lisa vanderpump considered an essential worker why is she always working why are all these bravo celebrities working right now i understand that you need to get television out you got to pump things out, pump it out, pump it out. But to what extent do we keep using these people as like show ponies? You know what they can do? They can just keep replaying old seasons like every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Start from episode one of Real Housewives of Miami. People will get into it. People just need to be reminded of how good things are. You just play reruns constantly and, and let these Bravo liberties chill for a bit. You know, I get to work from home, but that's because I just sit on a computer all day. But these people have to like go on trips, go on bus rides, seek staff, you know, see hair and makeup people, see the producers, the camera people, you know, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot for these people to constantly be working. And so, so is she an essential worker? or Is she not an essential worker? I don't know. I don't know. I guess Lisa's also been a little delayed on her podcast, All Things Vanderpump. God, she is a, such a renaissance woman, a podcaster, a television host, a restaurateur, a doggy advocate. It's just an insurance fraudster. What can't she do? Then she she ended up tweeting for all those for those asking about all things random. I'm sorry, I've been on a podcast hiatus for a couple of weeks because I've been filming like crazy, writing a book, designing a new restaurant. But give me a week or two, and I'll be back. Writing a book. I feel like everybody decided to write a book during the pandemic. They were like, I've got a couple hours at home. Why don't I just write a book? Why don't I just hire someone to write me a book? Whether it's her, Lala, Shep, Cameron. I think Portia's writing a book. At least Portia's will talk about growth. Shep's is like, oh, let's hear a story about how I've always been rich and white and I've somehow gotten away with every stupid thing I've ever thought about doing. God knows I'll probably read the book. God knows I'll watch the show. And I don't listen to her podcast, you guys. So there is that. There is that. I'm trying to listen to more podcasts from Bravo Liberties, but I just, I don't care. It's like seeing them in person. I don't care what you have to say. I exclusively care what I see about you on television and in the news. 
anything that you're coming out as a personal project is just a no for me, dog. I just don't care. It goes back to me bitching constantly about people, any random person starting a podcast. Never did we ask for Lisa Vanderpump to interview Steve-O. Like never once was I like, wow, like that is what I would really, really like to hear on my way to work. Or I'm going for a bike ride. You know who I would love to hear? Lisa Vanderpump talked to Lance Bass again about nothing. Unless I'm getting interesting juice, I don't care. And I think I probably can be deducing things from the podcast. So maybe I should be listening more. But again, like I have to draw a line between like my sanity and my podcast. It's not produced well. It's not edited well. You hear (sighs) breath. You hear like mouth sounds. There's just so much gross stuff that I notice and I can't listen. I cannot listen. (sighs) Well, moving on to some news from Potomac. We've got some buying, selling, moving, decorating, lots of things happening in the home world of of Potomac, which is kind of like a constant in Potomac. Every single season, Robin's like, new house, who dis? (laughs) Same with Karen. And now Candace has officially put her home that she shares with her mother on the market for a cute $800,000. Don't get me wrong. I don't know the prices in Potomac. I don't know the, I don't know the property value. I don't know the schools. (laughs) I don't know anything. But that seems like a lot of money for a three bedroom house, 4.5 bathroom, 2,900 square feet. I mean, that's a lot. But she's selling it for a pretty penny. And again, it's kind of like Teresa Giudice's house. I cannot move in there because of the bad juju. I feel like if I moved in there, all of a sudden my mom would t- turn into Dorothy and be hitting me in the face of the purse. In addition to like telling me I'm eating too much and, you know, belittling my husband. I, I, I don't think I, I don't think people can move there if they're a fan, which would be like the ultimate form of fandom. But I would probably save my I would probably save a million dollars more buy Teresa's house and turn it into a housewives museum, kind of like what they did at BravoCom. I would make that into a housewives museum. In that house, you could have different rooms for each franchise. You'd have a chunk, Jax's chunky sweater. You'd have that big black dildo that Brandy and Stephanie were playing with in Dallas. You know, you really can do a lot of different things. You can have a part of Kenya's wig that she wore last season that Tanya gave back to her after that trip to Canada or something. You can really be able to stock up on iconic pieces in a house that big. Oh God, I have to talk to my business manager and see if we can afford it. You guys keep listening to this show. Listen to the all the way end. So you listen to that last advertisement. Now that's where I make the big bucks. So then I can end up buying a house and making a housewives museum. I really think it could be an absolute and utter hit. We would have speakers come in, you know, we'd have all different types of events happening there. Bravo happy hour live shows daily. Big things are happening here at my current headquarters. So just we wait and see. I wonder if Candace is still pursuing her graduate degree. I feel like she's just getting these degrees to compete with Wendy, which like that's like the decade of school. So I don't think anybody should be trying to, to compete with her in that way. Good for Candace selling her house, moving into that nice big house. I did go on her Instagram and she's so pretty. Like that's that's just like a, that's a given. And I as much as I found her singing on the show annoying. I love her singing on Instagram. She has a beautiful voice. I can't believe I'm saying that, but she really does. And she sings in her bathroom a lot. I just want to say, you've bought this big house. You've got all of the rooms in the world. Sing somewhere else. Get out of the toilet. Or maybe Chris is like, all right, uh, you can only sing in this one room. You are only allowed to sing in this one room. And if you walk out singing with that jaw on the ground, you're going to have to turn, do a full about face and get back in that bathroom. And one of the videos I watched she actually had 
a microphone in her hand too. Also speaking of her Instagram, she does a lot of things like Deandra from Dallas does where it's like a picture of themselves and then a quote and then something like watch the Real Housewives of Dallas or watch the Real Housewives of, of Potomac underneath it. Like what graphic designer has been tasked with that job? I'm just, I just would like to know. So Robin has postponed her wedding. She just can't decide if she wants to have a destination wedding or a wedding in Potomac, but who cares? That's not happening until COVID's over. And I also think people are now waiting until they can have like proper parties because they do want Bravo to film it. I also feel like that's why Mike from Shaw's hasn't proposed to that girlfriend of his whose name is just escaping me completely. But that is why he hasn't proposed to her. He's like, well, maybe if we get another season of Shaw's, then I want to be proposing to her on television because he's so in love. You know, he's in his mid 40s. So it's not like he's a kid. He's so in love with her. What is her name? Come on, Megan. Come on. Okay. 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 Instagram. Paulina. My queen, my best friend, my heart and soul. We grind together. We shine together. We grow old together. Thank you for being the best part of me. They're in another situation where they're waiting for cameras to come on so they can film the engagement. Understandable, but whatever. They're also building a new house. This has always been one of Robin's story arcs where they moved out of their big house and they lost all their money in that scheme and then have been living in condo. They've been moving from condo to condo for the past few seasons. This past season, they were living in the largest of the condos and the kids seemed really happy. But now they are building their own new home, which is great. I hope they're not doing a house flip like Robin attempted to do a couple seasons ago where her mom helped her. And a guy on the street asked Karen if she wanted to buy a dime bag. And I wonder if Karen actually went out after filming and was like, get back here. Yeah, we'll buy it. We'll buy it. Just, you know, spark up a joint, go in that bathtub with Ray, have some fun. You guys will be rekindled in no time. <laughs> Speaking of other homes, Giselle actually moved into the West Wing of her house. She announced it on an Instagram story. And so I'm excited that she's finally moved into that house. Design questionable. Again, you can't you can't teach anybody how to have natural, innate home style. And it's hard. I, ha- I know a couple who just moved into a really nice apartment and they sent the listing to us. And I just thought, wow, this is such a beautiful apartment. And I also know how horrible both of your tastes are and this apartment is going to be ravaged with hideous art even worse furniture and just all together everything will be hideous and it's really bad to say that and again thank god my friends don't listen to the show or else it's like a direct insult to two people i know very now i'm like you think they might listen (laughs) no that would be crazy but it's like you just can't, you just know it's not going to look good. And that's how Giselle is. And after getting ripped apart on the reunion for having horrible taste in clothing and then horrible taste in design, wouldn't you hire a designer to come in and zhuzh the place up, make it look nice? And as if like you're actually going to be filming this as a television set, you're on TV. Stop getting mirrored furniture. Lots of mirrors, lots of mirrors on the wall purples pink pastels jewel tones just so many couches that look so uncomfortable i just want to say westelm.com it's a great jumping off point get a vibe get a look that you're going for many different shapes and sizes of couches whatever and then from there you can go on to wayfair and other places that are QAnon adjacent, just kidding, that have cute stuff and you can kind of mix and match high end, low end, go to some vintage shops, go to some antique stores, get some good pieces. 
my house is so nicely decorated. That is something I take a lot of pride in. So when I go to nice homes that are so ugly, I, it just it just pains me. And I really hope Robin doesn't copy Giselle's style. Robin loves Giselle's vibe in every way possible. So I'm really, really hoping she's not like, well, what magazines have you been looking at and ripping pages out and putting them on your mood board? Because I want to do the same thing. I really hope, I really hope she doesn't do that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Now I'm like really thinking of the Real Housewives of Potomac people's homes. And Monique had that big ass fish tank in her house. That's a lot of fish in the kitchen. You can't even eat sushi in the kitchen without offending the fish. Like it's too much, too much. You guys, less is more. You know, you have to take Audrey Hepburn's quote or you have to take like, what was it? Audrey Hepburn or Chanel's quote where she says like, take one thing off before you leave the house. This should be take one thing out of the room before you leave the room every single time. Every day, Giselle should be taking one decorative pillow out. Take one frame that has like pewter vines on it that looks like a, a vineyard. Take it out. Start over. Paint it white. Then slowly but surely add things in. I was going to become an interior designer. I took a class at NYU for like interior design a couple years ago. Actually, right before I started this podcast, I was like, where am I going to put my creative energies into? Either I can be an interior designer or I can be a podcaster. The very different ends of the spectrum. But now I just realized, you know what? I can have amazing taste in my home and also be a podcaster. So get a girl who could do both. On that note, we are done with today's episode. As I mentioned earlier, I had some stuff for Real Housewives of Salt Lake City to come on, but there's a lot of seedy shit on here. And so before I start ripping people a new one, I gotta finish this though. I've gotta finish the show. Gotta give it its fair shot. And I had someone on my DMs hit me up me and say like, Salt Lake City sucks. Like, what do you think? And I don't know. I just feel like I'm being a baby. I I, I have said on this show so many times, oh, I love when new shows come out. It's such good content. I love new shows. And now I'm being a baby about it. I just won't watch it. I don't know why. I'm like, these people aren't my people. Where's Ramona? Where's where's Ramona? And where's Candy Burris? And and where's Dr. Jackie? Like, I, I want my <laughs> the people I feel comfortable with. I just want them. And I will get into it. Trust me trust and believe but maybe next week (laughs) on that note thank you so much for listening to bravo happy hour episode 137 what a blast what a freaking blast if you guys aren't listening to my high society recap go and listen to that too it is so good it is so juicy we just finished our last recording this weekend and i'm so depressed that one was about episode eight which is the finale episode and then the where are they now section so be sure to tune into that episode. It's really good. Next week, we're coming out with some Hilaria Baldwin content. You guys, I have been waiting anxiously with bated breath to come out with my episodes about her, but I was waiting for her to speak and she finally did and basically said, I'm sorry, I have two cultures. What don't you guys understand about that? And now she's back to posting pictures of her kids and I give it what, 15 minutes before she's pregnant again? Just you wait. This is going to be a Stassi Schroeder situation all over again. Nothing like being canceled and then uncanceled because people love babies. How can you be mean to a pregnant woman? How dare you? How can you be mean to a pregnant? How could a pregnant woman be lying about her culture? How could she? Clearly, I'm going ballistic in my house. Thank you so much for listening. If you love the show, head to Apple Podcasts. Give me a five-star review. And thank you in advance. Love you guys. Have a great rest of your week. Bye.
Thanks so much for catching up with me, Megan O'Donnell, on this episode of Bravo Happy Hour. Until next time, be sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on all social media platforms and feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any hot, juicy gossip or just to say what's up. Stay tuned on Tuesdays and Fridays for more episodes of Bravo Happy Hour. And if you're loving the show, head on over to Apple Podcasts and give me some love in the form of a five-star review. Thanks for listening and have a great rest of your day. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.